Faith should be present and active both in times of doing and in times of waiting. Hey, thanks for joining me for this week's episode. My name is Amanda Rowe, and today's episode will be based on a chapter from the devotional book Genesis, Devotional Thoughts and Prayers from the Book of Beginnings. Hebrews 11.1 describes faith as being the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In one sense, faith creates its own reality. In other words, when you believe in something, it becomes true to you. Did you know that your brain can't always tell the difference between reality and fantasy? Sometimes a false threat can create the same physical response that a real threat would. For example, have you ever experienced that weird kick that happens about 0.2 seconds before you completely fall asleep? Your body jerks itself awake, your heart is pounding, and your fists are clenched because you thought you were falling off your bed, or the edge of a cliff, or out of a tree or something. It's such a fascinating phenomenon. It's happened to me more times than I can count, but I always find it a little embarrassing, even if no one else sees it happen. Why do our brains play tricks on us like that? Noah's predicament, however, was no figment of his imagination. After 40 days and 40 nights of torrential downpours and earth-shattering springs gushing up from beneath the earth's surface, Noah found himself floating around on the ark for an indefinite amount of time. The ark was the only above-water piece of material on the entire planet, and this wasn't a dream. Noah was in a real situation. His last communication with God had been, get in the ark. Then, boom, the big door was shut and the flood began. Now, about five months later, Noah is still on the ark. He'd had enough faith to spend at least half a century or more building the ark, but now that the ark was the only life-sustaining vessel on the entire planet, what was he supposed to do next? The highest mountains were nowhere to be seen. The sun during the day and the stars and moon on clear nights may have seemed like the only evidence that maybe God was still out there somewhere keeping an eye on the last few remnants of the human race. Well, that is, unless we can count Noah's faith as evidence. Of course Noah was trusting in the physical ark to hold him up from day to day, but his faith was ultimately in the God who designed that ark. Noah's faith in God was evidence enough for him that God had not forgotten about him, Noah's faith did not waver even after he had already done everything he knew to do. He was responsible during the remainder of his time on the ark to tend to the animals and to take care of his family, but as far as instructions from God about what to do next, or when the flood would be over, we have no record of more instructions until the ark came to rest about a year later. As Noah and his family tended to their duties on the ark and waited for a sign that the water was starting to recede, they simply had to trust that God was going to keep them alive. Noah's ark is one of the first pictures of Christ in the Old Testament. Unlike Noah's ark, which was designed by God and then crafted by men, however, Jesus was not created. Jesus is God. Noah's Ark is a material thing that has been lost to history somewhere on the ridges of Mount Ararat in the far eastern regions of modern-day Turkey, but Jesus always has been, and always will be. Noah trusted in an eternal God and waited for his word, and so do we. It may seem like Noah might not have known what to do after not hearing from God for so long, but actually, 
he did know. He knew that he needed to wait for God to move. He knew that he needed to keep trusting in God. Noah was faithful to believe that God would sustain life. His faith was substance and evidence that God was still working out his plan. Noah's faith helped him to endure until the day he could once again step foot on dry ground. Lord, I know you are well aware of the storms that invade our lives at times. The overwhelming floods do not take you by surprise. I believe you have a purpose during these times, and that it is not blind faith to keep believing in you, even when we cannot see all of what you have in mind for us. I believe you have made it possible for your people to do right, no matter what our circumstances may be, whether we have clear instructions about what comes next or not. We know that you are more than able to sustain life through uncertain times, but as we imagine Noah must have been, we also find ourselves eager during these times to finally be able to step foot on dry ground once again. More than anything, uncertain times make us eager to finally be able to step foot on heaven's shores. Thank you for your word that guides us today. Thank you for your spirit who comforts, accompanies, and even corrects our course at times. We desire to trust in you, God. We place our hope in your good promises. We know that you are faithful and true, and as Noah did so long ago on the ark, we humbly work on the tasks before us today as we patiently wait on you to fulfill your divine purposes in our lives. In Jesus' name. Well, that's it for today. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next weekend for another devotional from the book of Genesis.